many of us ever know what it is to become the perfect version of ourselves? This is Decoding Superhuman with your host, Boomer Anderson. Why, hello, superhumans. It's Boomer Anderson here, and we're back with another episode of the Decoding Superhuman podcast. When this episode is released, I may be in the hills of Patagonia, in which case I'll respond to your love, hate, gratitude, or even trolling when I get back from that trip. But let's talk about today's episode because today's episode is a topic I've wanted to tackle for a very long time, but have shied away from maybe because of the stereotypes surrounding it. And that topic is hypnosis. Now, before you think I've gone all David Copperfield on you guys, let us just say that hypnosis can be very, very effective in a very short period of time for allowing us to reach higher states of performance. I know this firsthand. And I share some of that on the podcast. But my guest today is Felix Paris, and he's the co-founder and CEO of Primed Mind. Primed Mind is a mobile application company supporting people to really close the gap between their performance and potential. With a mission like that, you know that I'm a big fan. They focus on getting people to experience the life-changing benefits of hypnotherapy. And Felix himself sees entrepreneurship as a spiritual path of self-development and freedom. So what did we get into on the episode? Well, we addressed probably one of your concerns that immediately comes to mind, which is the stereotypes around hypnosis and really why people may perceive hypnosis as something that happens on stage in Las Vegas. We talk about the performance benefits of hypnosis. We get into the World Series of Poker and specifically why Felix's co-founder may be one of the best advisors and therapists to a number of top poker players around the world. And of course, I get to pick Felix's brain on his favorite books for high performance, as well as how he enhances his focus on a day-to-day basis. The show notes for this one are at decodingsuperhuman.com slash primedmind. And if you go and check out the link that's in the show notes, Felix and his team have a seven-day free trial of the app for you. And like I said, it's revolutionized my morning routines. So go and check it out. Enjoy my episode with Mr. Felix Paris. Felix, welcome to the show. Uh, hi, Buma. Uh, thanks for having me here. Uh, this is going to be great. Let's uh, let's go right into poker because I want to talk so much about your business, but there's a unique t- connection to the game of poker. And I was wondering if you can just walk us through sort of the connection to your company and the world of poker. Yeah, sure. My pleasure. So let's go a bit back in time. So the story started in 2007 um, when I met Pedro in school. So by the time Peter and I, we were just friends at school. Then five years later, I decided to study physics and Fido made a decision that he wants to become a professional poker player. He was quite talented in that and he was already on the rise. And then two years later, um, he met Elliot Rowe, who is a hypnotherapist from the US. Kind of since he worked together with Elliot, um, his whole poker game changed again. So he really realized that poker is a lot about mindset and having the right mindset on the table. and yeah, then he worked together with Elliot for two years, and after two years, then he was number one in the world in poker. By the time I was already almost finished my studies, and then we say, okay, let's let's maybe try to find a way to make this awesome mindset coaching and available not only for poker players but available for the masters because there are not only like poker players who need to have a stable mindset, 
that there are so many people out there who are struggling in their day-to-day life with anxiety issues. And mm-hmm. we really wanted to find a way, how can we make this, this coaching available for, for many, many people. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So then we start the company. Um, the idea was to put Elliot's coaching into a mobile application and then make it available on the market. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are right now. Awesome. Can we talk a little bit about Elliot in particular and just sort of his background in hypnosis just because... And we'll get into just the science and how hypnosis actually works here in a second, but just his background, how he actually came uh, to connect to Fedor, because this is, it's really interesting to see the concept of hypnosis applied to performance in particular. So Elliot got in touch with um, hypnotherapy because he was living in the US and his family is in UK and he had a huge fear of flying. So he tried everything kind of to just cure his fear of flying and nothing worked. And then and after this one-on-one session, his fear of flying was completely cured. So it never occurred again after that. And that, that fascinated Elliot so much that he said, okay, he wants to, to really dig deeper into that topic. And then he made the decision to become a professional hypnotherapist um, as well. Mm-hmm. And then just some, some years later, he started to, to also gain some poker clients because, of course, on the table, especially if the stakes are quite high, there's a lot of pressure on the, the poker players. It makes sense to, to use hypnotherapy in order to, to help them to really get to the root cause of the anxiety because the, the cause is not that they're sitting on the table, but often it's just the fear of failure behind and some happenings from the past and they haven't resolved that. And yeah, and then he started to work closer together with poker players and then he got to know Peter and then kind of together they, they made it to number one. And I think that was also for Elliot to break through. And since then, now he's coaching high-level CEOs, professional golfers, you know, like all the people who are already in the top 10, but who really want to become number one. And those are the people Elliot works together with right now. Awesome. Awesome. So let's let's go a little bit more into hypnosis because I think there's a few people that are going to be listening to this and thinking about uh, the stereotypes behind hypnosis. You know, somebody like a David Copperfield goes on stage, snaps his fingers, and someone goes into a trance. Can we talk about the common misconceptions behind hypnosis and just sort of why people may want to embrace this as a way to improving their performance? Yes, let's do that. I would love to talk about that topic because as you already mentioned, there are so many misconceptions um, about hypnosis and hypnotherapy. I th- so from my experience, there's a lot of negative connotation towards the word hypnosis. The reason for that is that many people think hypnosis equals manipulation. You know that there are some, some magician, some guy who has some, some power, you know, and then kind of he hypnotizes you and then you cannot do anything about it. You're just like, you get manipulated by by someone else then if you see like you know you know those videos on on youtube like the stage performances people come come on stage uh, as you say david copperfield like snaps into his finger and the, the people just fall asleep and that's what i see you know those are the very famous pictures that was what many people don't see is kind of what is the reality behind and the reality behind is that for stage performances for example you know before they start a performance they just do some some warm-up exercises with the audience yeah, and doing those warm-up exercises are highly suggestible. So which means which people in the audience are really following the suggestions. And then kind of, you know, you can already work with the people from the audience um, doing those warm, warm-up exercises. And then after five minutes, a good stage performer already knows kind of the best people. Yeah, there's an audience of 250 people. And then he just picks the five people out of the audience who really, really want to work together with him. 
Yeah, and that's so important that it's always a cooperation between the hypnotist and the hypnotist. Yeah, and then the people who come in on stage, so they really want to work together and they really want to experience this hypnotic state. And most of them, kind of the moment they step on stage, they are already hypnotized. Yeah, because they are so open and just, and then there's the pressure. So I imagine like there's the pressure from, from being there on stage and they really want to cooperate and they really want to follow the suggestions of the hypnotist there. And that's why it works so well. The important part is that without that willingness to cooperate, it would not work. It's as simple as that. You know, like if you don't want to cooperate with the hypnotist, it, it will not work. Um, and that's what people don't see. So they just see, okay, there's someone slipping in his fingers and the people um, fall asleep, you know, and then so they say, oh, and now go deeper and deeper into relaxation and calm. And then, you know, it, it starts and he triggers some emotion. So just say, okay, now um, as, you, as you go deeper into relaxation and calm, I'm just... I want you to imagine the person who's dearest to you, you know, the person who you love most. And then you start to imagine that and you trigger that emotion. And then because you're so caught in that emotion, then you can make a suggestion. So for example, as you imagine the, the person you, you love most in your life, so see their, see their face, see, see how they laugh, see how they care about you. And as you imagine that, now you will feel that your fingers are coming closer together and they're coming closer together and closer together. And the moment they touch, they're stuck like super glue. The people see, oh, my fingers are stuck in it. They're really not able to pull them apart. <laughs> um, and that's when all the fun starts, you know, and then you can, because they're so open for the suggestions, they, they do everything, you know, it's just the power of their mind. Uh-huh. And that's something very, that's something very beautiful for me, you know, like our mind is so powerful in giving attention to a specific thing that we can even completely visualize and imagine ourselves sitting on stage and just chasing a, a crocodile you think there's in the crowd, you know, and then you run there and they try to catch that crocodile. Yeah, and it's just like our Im- imagination, it's so powerful. And there's a lot of beauty behind that. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, of course, people often think it's very manipulated. And one important thing is also, of course, as a hypnotist, you have a lot of responsibility. Yeah, and of course, you can also use your hypnotherapy techniques in order to manipulate people. Um, worst case, you know, you can even go into their past and trigger some false memories. Yeah, and just play some, put some false memories there. And then, you know, the, the person's not even able to differentiate if, it's, if it is a, a right memory or a false memory. So there's a lot of, a lot of responsibility on the, on the hypnotist. But in my opinion, that's for, for every technology as well. You know, like if you're a pro- programmer, you also have a lot of responsibility. If you're a parent, you know, you have so much responsibility for your kids. And I think it's very important that kind of you find that at the one hand, that the hypno- hypnotist that they know their responsibility and that they act accordingly, but also on the other hand that um, the people know, okay, without their willingness to cooperate, it will not work. Excellent. So let's, something you hit on there sounds a lot like another area that I'm familiar with. And so the idea of going into somebody's past memories and placing another memory there uh, sounds a little bit like NLP, right? It's called, it's called regression hypnotherapy. Okay. So with that, uh, do you mind just touching on the differences between NLP and hypnosis? Is one a part of the other? Because I just want to be crystal clear before we move forward. Yes, maybe let let explain me that with an analogy. So you know, like out there, there are many different vehicles in the world. So a vehicle can be you know a car, it can be a motorbike, it can be a bicycle, it can be a plane, a train, whatever. And how I see is that hypnotherapy, let's say, is the car, and NLP is the bicycle. Yes, okay. so both are su- somehow vehicles and both have some, some common things. For example, both have some wheels, but there are some fundamental difference between them. One difference is that in NLP, 
normally you don't use or you don't work with the client in a hypnotic trance. So techniques, for example, like anchoring, but you don't do it in trance. Yeah, and hypnotherapy, you first get the, the client really deep into trance and then you start to work with it. So I would say that's that's the main difference. So NLP is kind of a mix of many different techniques and also they have some parts of hypnotherapy, but the main difference is that in NLP, you don't work in hypnotic trance, if okay. that makes sense to you. No, no, it makes perfect sense. I've got experience with both, so it's uh, it's fascinating to hear. So what was your experience? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. So I went through hypnosis when basically backing into my own story. I before I started this company was kind of trying to unpack a heart condition that I was diagnosed with at the age of thirty as a result of stress, sleep, etc. And one of the you know my my approach to dealing with this was let's throw a lot of stuff against the board and see what sticks. And one of those was hypnotherapy. And the particular therapist that I went to actually had me go through uh, both hypnotherapy, but he also integrated something called timeline therapy, which I believe is a more of a uh, NLP technique. But on the hypnotherapy side, there's a lot in dealing with uh, just sort of how my perception of stress, really, and how to use stress as an asset rather than call it a liability, so to speak. And then on the NLP side, I've even gone as far as to become a licensed practitioner of that, but it's more from a a pure interest in language and using language as well as, you know, being able to read people, et cetera. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. You know, like you, you see the common things, I think both work with the subconscious. And both use the, the power of words a lot. Um, I think especially in hypnotherapy or, or more concrete and regression hypnotherapy, what you do, you go back into your past. So you first you get in the hypnotic trance, then you go back into your past and you find some some painful memories. And mm-hmm. then you really try to, to go there and to, to change the charge of that memory. You know, like that memory is charged with, um, let's say, a lot of anger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so you first go into that anger, then you zoom out again in trance then you see the situation for what it really is or what it really was. And then you reach, you change that charge from like anger into a very joyful experience. And then you go out of trance again. So this is what you do in depression um, therapy. And I think that's something quite unique for um, hypnotherapy and the, and the most, or the, the best differentiator to, to NLP. So really going back into your past a lot and try to solve things there. Awesome. Awesome. Now let's talk about this in the concept of performance or in the domain of performance, if we will. Uh, because I'm enjoying your company's mobile app a lot. And I know no, that there's you. a, <laughs> and I, I told you before we started recording this, that I've almost used it as sort of like, cause meditation goes in cycles for me, whether or not I use it. And this has been a, a great way for me to sort of attempt different ways to reinvigorate my mornings. And one of the most interesting aspects of hypnotherapy to me or the most interesting aspect to any technology is how can I use it to achieve and sustain high performance? Do you mind going into, other than poker, some of the ways that you and your company and even Elliot has used to has used hypnosis to achieve and sustain high performance? So I think let's start a bit like earlier. I think first of all that we as human beings, of course, we are all completely different. 
and we are individuals, but still we often have the same problems. So we, at the core, we face the same challenge. Yeah, it's fear of abandonment, fear of failure. That, that are the most things. And I think that if we think about performance, like it can be in poker, it can be in playing golf, it can be at school, at university, um, as a CEO, it often comes back to this fear of failure, um, fear of not being enough, you know, that you don't feel lovable. And the reasons are most of the time in your past, so in, ch in your children. Then it gets clear why hypnotherapy is so important because like you see that whatever challenge you face in your life and you want to, to close this gap between your potential and your performance, like the reasons are somewhere in your past. So then often the problem is that you as a single person, it's, it's very, very hard to get there by your own. You know, it's just often too painful, too scary, and we don't, we're not honest enough to ask us the right questions. So we need someone else who guides us into our past. That's what we try to do. Um, so that's what Elliot does in his one-on-one -on -one coaching. And that's the same, what we try to open a mobile application. Some of these modules that you guys do, like we can use it in the domain of sleep. We can use it in the domain of focus, productivity, etc. How exactly do you switch the hypnosis techniques in order to focus those? Is it just about the language used once in trance or is it something, am I missing something? Am I missing a recipe to the magic sauce? So you want to, to find a magic key to hypnosis? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could, maybe I'm asking too many questions. No, no, honestly, like I think there, there is no magic key to hypnosis. Um, in my opinion, it's a lot about an intelligent cooperation between the hypnotist and the hypnotist. And then that you trust the other person that, you know, you, you fully go into female polarity and you trust the, the hypnotist or the therapist to fully lead you. Yeah, and then all you do is just giving some suggestions and you, you start to visualizing things and again and again. And then the more you visualize, the more you get into that state of high attention and high focus. And from there, then, okay, you, you can choose where you want to focus your mind on. You know, you can say, okay, you want to focus your mind on going into the past and finding a painful memory, or you just want to focus your mind on the next public speaking you have on stage. Yeah, and then you, you just visualize the person you want to be there and then you fully step into that body and you already feel kind of how you want to be there and then you come out of trance and just that you need to, to act accordingly and acting as if you were there already. Felix, let's talk about your benefits that you've received from hypnotherapy because your background is in physics, right? And so if I look at, if I look at physics as sort of everything is computational, there's theories, <laughs> there, everything is like the hyper-rational, right? And then we have people that are probably listening to this and saying, you know, hypnotherapy is a little bit on the fringe for me. How did you come to hypnotherapy and what's sort of the most, the biggest benefit that you got from it? So for me personally, the, the biggest benefit, I think it's just becoming the person I want to be. So really like becoming more confident every day, getting to know myself better, being able to be a good leader of my team, um, pursuing my entrepreneurial goals. So I, and on, on that journey, whenever I face a challenge, you know, I feel a conflict with my colleague at work. Um, I want to raise an investment and there's some resistance. I always try to bring it back to myself and then automatically we get into those child core wounds and then I can work with Elliot and resolve them. So I would say for me, there's, there was not like one one single benefit it's just that my quality of life improved dramatically and yeah, maybe maybe to give you one concrete example when i was i'm still studying before exams the reaction of my body was that i started sweating maybe you know you know like if you're if you're nervous or so the body starts to sweat a bit 
So I had one session with Elliot, and it was just one-on-one -on -one via Skype. So he, he in US, I in by that time in Germany. And so we had that one session, and after the session, this anxiety reaction was completely gone. So since then, whenever I feel nervous, I don't start to sweat. I still feel nervous a bit, but I don't start to sweat anymore. And this was just like when I experienced kind of the power of hypnotherapy for the first time, and that somehow got me hooked. Wow. That was now now three years ago. So it was really just one one session, and there are so like so many stories like this. And this could be a way to eliminate public speaking fear, for instance. That that's amazing. I know a lot of people, frankly, you know, public speaking being the number two fear of death, or I think it's a greater fear than the fear of death, right? So, all right. Yeah, so, I mean, ultimately, it's always the fear of death, right? Yeah, exactly. It is ultimately a fear of death. So let's talk about Prime Mind, because I think this is something that people are going to want to try, especially uh, because, you know, both you and I come from sort of the hyper-rational background, and we found a lot of value out of this. First off, what is Prime Mind, and, you know, where can people find out more about it? Yeah, um, so Prime Mind is our mobile application. And basically, it's a collection of audio tapes. So of hypnotherapy audio tapes. You can use them, you can download it for free, you can try it out. And what we try to do is that we, we try to transform Elliot's one-on-one -on -one coaching into a mobile application experience. And that's what we did. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the best thing. It's, in the end, it's, I think you need to experience it in order to understand it. Mm -hmm. And just to give people a, a overview of what you guys focus on within the app, because there's, there's quite a lot of choices. I mean, I have it open in front of me right now, and there's everything from mindset to sleep to calm, etc. cetera. Uh, do you mind going through some of the, the verticals or subjects that you can tackle with hypnotherapy in the app? Yeah, for sure. Um, so most of our users um, use it to cure their, um, to fall asleep better. Okay. So our sleep tapes are our, our best tapes, I would say. Um, and there we get really awesome feedback. So people, they, they could not fall asleep for many, many years. Um, and then they start to use the app more frequently. And now they, they sleep eight hours per night perfectly and very deep. So this is one thing, but we have many, many topics. So for example, you can use it, of course, to improve your poker game, but also just to start your day, you know, integrate in your morning routine. And we have tapes about public speaking. We have tapes about better communication. I think we have more than 300 tapes within our app. Um, and what we also offer is um, we offer seven day, days courses. So we have a seven days course about um, confidence, about determination, about better habits, um, about sleep. Yeah, so I think best is to just go into the app and try it out. All right. So going in, you know, like I said, I've, I've tried, I've played around with this and I, I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, the app itself is very intuitive, very easy to use. Now, I guess looking at Prime Mind, do you mind touching in, uh, touching on Felix, sort of where you guys want to go with this? Because there's a lot you can do. There's a lot of really great stuff here and, and obviously building out the users, et cetera. But what's the future of Prime Mind look like? Our goal is that we want to support people to close the gap between their performance and their potential. So we want to develop a application, which is kind of as a pocket coach for you. You know, like we really want to have a pocket coach which guides you throughout the day um, and helps you in the situations um, you need help. You know, for example, we can even, um, or we want to couple it um, with the Apple health data, you know, so you can track the, your heart rate, 
and then okay we see you now you feel more stressed and then kind of in that moment we can push you and can say hey do you do you want to you need to pray or it seems you need to pray you want to listen to one of our tapes so the the future of my mind the mobile application is all about having a very very decent pocket coach just going back to the hypnosis for a little bit because i know it's relatively there's relatively few scientific studies behind it but it seems to be very effective for a lot of people uh, do you mind touching on just sort of what science is out there on hypnosis yeah for sure um i'm not a complete expert in in the science part of hypnosis there i need to say there's one study we, we talked a bit about sleep so there's one nice study about sleep where they they split the participants in two groups so one group they they gave them just a normal meditation tape before falling asleep and the other group they gave an audio tape with hypnotic suggestions to um, fall asleep deeper so to sleep deeper and deeper yeah and then they compared the duration of the REM phase during sleep and what they realized is that the highly suggestible people who received the suggestion sleep deeper that the REM phase increased dramatically Oh wow! So it was just really the word "sleep deeper." So so they did the, they did the same, and making a suggestion like just feel better instead of sleep deeper, and then the REM phase did not increase. Yeah, and then they did the same thing, and they said, "Hey, sleep more shallow," and then they saw, okay, the REM REM phase even reduces. So kind of they really showed the power of suggestions there. So and especially, and that's very important for us that we are not doing meditation. Yeah, meditation is there. Okay, you just you want to to change from your mind into into your heart and stay there and sustain that feeling. But hypnotherapy has really the power to make some life supporting suggestions. So they really have an impact. Yeah, so through words we can really impact the, the subconscious mind behind. And that that's my my favorite study definitely. So to really see it like in the in the numbers, maybe I can can send you it and you can put it in the show notes. Absolutely, um, that's an all. Awesome Awesome study. Yeah, please do send because we'll link to all of it in the show notes. And I, I know people, a lot of the audience is very science oriented. So having that would be uh, extremely useful. Yeah, I, I love this. This is amazing. So uh, Felix, I want to touch on a few, uh, few things in kind of the, the final four. Uh, you can call them rapid fire questions, if you will, but just more. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice just more kind of final four questions here. Uh, what aspect of the health do you feel needs more attention than it's really currently receiving? Oh, good question. Um, I would just say mental health in general. Um, you know, like people in, in society, people, they are already aware how important it is to, to have physical health. You know, like it's normal to go to the gym. Yeah, like so many people try to be healthy, so they, they go jogging, go to the gym, play some soccer, whatever. Um, and I would love to see that change in society that people think the same way about their mental health. You know, that's totally normal to have a therapist to work with every single, every week. And I really would love to see that change there. So that's why I say for me, mental health is most important right now. Because mm -hmm. people are already aware about their physical health, but they need to become more aware, aware of their mental health as well. I think both are kind of equally important, just because the awareness is more towards the body than towards the mind, I think we need a shift here. Yeah, I think it's very important for people to realize that there's more to health than just diet and exercise, right? And yeah, uh, exactly. And your brain controls a lot of that. That's for sure. Um, next, 
Next question, Felix. What is your favorite book on high performance? Oh, I'm a fan of performance coaches in the world. And he has a book, it's called High Performance Habits. Oh, Brent, Brendan Bouchard. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know him. Um, so I think this is my, my favorite book, yeah. Can I just double click on that one? Because what did you like about that book? Um, I think in many ways, Brendan wrote a book that I would love to write, but um, I, I'm kind of curious what people liked about the book. I liked about the book, first of all, that's um, based on some science. So he, he asked so many people and he studied so many people. You know, there was the complex system and mm -hmm. then kind of he, he nailed it down into his six high performance habits. Um, and it seems very simple, but also what I like is that he stresses that high performance is not, not hustling, 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 but it's kind of about finding your why, finding your purpose. And I really like kind of the structured way he, um, he wrote it down. It's a mix of the, his, um, yeah, as I said, the six high, I think he called it HP six. Yeah. Um, and kind of the study behind. Felix, what's your top trick for enhancing focus? And you may actually be pretty biased on this one. I could say using prayer of mind, right? <laughs> <laughs> you could, you could, but that would be the biased answer. No, let me, let me try. Um, there's a nice technique. I think not that many people know. Um, and it has to do with strengthening your gaze. So it's just about trying to train your eye to not blink. So you can, you can go into meditation and make an kind of open eye meditate focus um, on one spot in the, in the near distance the distance and then just try to not to blink yeah and then if you do it on day one you know like you you blink after 10 seconds and then maybe if you're lucky you get to, to one or two minutes but if you do it frequently you really get to 10 20 minutes without blinking and what i realized is that even after this kind of meditation i'm still very very much focused in my daily daily life you know and then i'm sitting in front of the computer i need to, to answer some emails and i really feel how my how my eyes are so focused on the topic. So I think that's my, my tip right now. And it's, very, it's an awesome journey. Like it's not about just finding focus. It's an awesome journey of kind of experiencing your body. And also there, I think one needs to be very, very careful because what I realized is that um, if I really focus on one, I try not to click and really, really focus, um, I feel that huge urge of getting into my own self-importance and getting into my egotism. And you know, I don't want to, to get there, but I really feel that if I focus on something that I start to, that I want to dominate someone and this is not where we want to go. Right. So we don't want to go there. So kind of just, it's a nice journey. So you will experience for yourself. So if it's at the beginning, it, it triggers your self-importance, but then over time you get calmer and calmer. And that's kind of the key to, to really not blink for a long time. Yeah. That's my, my tip there. Before we close out, I have to ask a follow-on question to that because that's that's really interesting. And as a person who's read a lot of Ayn Rand type books, as well as you know, I guess Austrian economics and sort of the and the ego, you mentioned the separation from the ego in order to help you uh, live and perform better. Do you mind going into how it's helped you and specifically why you focused on? remove uh, is it removing the ego or is it just sort of like making the ego uh go away so to speak i i think so the, the first step is to get aware of your own self-importance yeah mm -hmm. so so self-importance is with me every single day i know that 
yeah and kind of i try to work with it and then really question why i'm acting out of self-importance often the reason is just okay i don't fully believe in myself i don't fully trust in myself yeah those kind of this the self-importance kind of this protection layer i have there yeah and i think it's a, a challenge of a lifetime and um, to work with it first step is to get more aware of it next step is kind of acting as if you were not self-important and then kind of by that reprogram your mind and really become more more humble so from my experience it's not like it's it does not work if you try to push it away you know i, I feel first you need to accept it so that's always the, the first step to do change so that you accept your own self-importance and once you accept that okay then you can work with it and you slowly can transform it into to the gifts of power this is this is great and this is a great place to leave off felix uh amazing conversation on a topic that i think people need to be more aware about hypnosis but felix where can people find out more about you and more about prime mind so right now i, I try to speak through my business so just go to um, www.primemind.com mm-hmm. or just search for prime mind in the app store or google play and you can download it. And as I say, like it's for free or you can try it out for free and then later on you can upgrade it if you like it. But I want to invite everyone to just try it out and getting into the experience of hypnotherapy at least once. And after that, um, everyone can decide for, for him or herself. Excellent. You know, guys, I highly recommend giving it a try. Head on over to Prime Mind app and just enjoy it. Those seven days are great. And Elliot is a fantastic teacher. I've noticed quite a bit of difference in my life as well. Um, but Felix, thank you so much for taking the time, my friend. This has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, thank you. Same here. And to all the superhumans listening out there, have an absolutely epic day. Superhumans, before you go, can I ask two favors? Did you enjoy that episode? If so, can you send me an email at podcast at decodingsuperhuman.com? Provide any feedback, positive or negative. I would love to hear from you. And for those of you who have really taken advantage of that, you know I respond to each email. Secondly, if you did enjoy the episode, can you head on over to iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, any one of your favorite podcast listening platforms, and give Decoding Superhuman a five-star rating. It would really be appreciated. And then finally, for those of you who are looking at taking an informed approach to health, head on over to decodingsuperhuman.com. Check out what we have going on over there, and if you want to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call with me, you're going to have that option. Superhumans, have an absolutely epic day. And remember, as always, choose health.